This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? Come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, great to be with you. One more hour before Amy Lawrence takes the controls. Look forward to that. Look forward to discussing the matters at hand with you. Last thing that we had talked about was the Chicago Bears decision at number one. Could they draft Caleb Williams? It's looking that way. There was a new um, article today where Caleb Williams had addressed some of the stuff that he said about maybe not wanting to play in Chicago. If I get drafted by the Bears, I'll be excited. If they trade the pick and I get drafted by someone else, I'm just as excited. So if you're a Bears fan, I don't know if that's good or bad. I I don't know. I, I guess, uh, yay. He also said, at the end of the day, the Bears have the last say, regardless of how I feel. I'm not pushing an agenda of, yeah, I want to go, or no, I don't want to go. I'm excited for whatever comes. Seems pretty harmless to me. Yeah, I'll go where I go. This guy had a good college career, you know, wins a Heisman, and then doesn't get to pick where he works, and he's going to have to go to a team that decides he'll be their savior. So what are you supposed to do? It's It's a weird situation now he is going to interview with a bunch of teams the bears want to talk to him the commanders the patriots one two three all want to talk to him you know what so do the raiders so do the falcons so do the jets so do the giants so do the vikings all those teams scheduling meetings with him per ian rapaport of the nfl network so we can certainly touch on that uh, as well as other topics of the day John is in South Carolina. I think he's in on that one. What's up, John? Hey, buddy. Good show as always. I, I got to keep on laughing. What happens if they draft Caleb Williams, get rid of Justin Fields, and in three years they're talking the same stuff? They're talking about Justin Fields. When do you fire the GM for making that? I, you can't guarantee. There's no guarantee on these quarterbacks coming out of college. And Bryce Young. CJ Stroud, what a joke. I'm a Panther guy now, but what a joke that seemed out to be so far. So, anyway, you know, it's just take the pick. Tra- trade him away. Trade that number one away. 
I forget who it was that what we went through this a couple of days ago, and you could get the number one, get the number two, trade them, trade them, trade them, get you know five, six, number one and two picks, build up that offensive line. I'm I'm an old man. I'm seventy years old. I've seen a lot of football, and it still all boils down to your offensive line. And if you got a great offensive line, you know your quarterback can be one of the, what do they call them game managers instead of. And Justin Fields still could blossom. You say eighty five percent. It's like the field of vision when it comes to you, it hits you like the right way. And if that last 15% is what he needs to see that field, that, you know, vision of the field and make the right decisions, which is what they ultimately the great quarterbacks do, uh, you know, maybe that's the last 15% he needs to get there. But yeah, I, I, it's also funny listening to this stuff because it's really about numbers and uh, the real numbers boil down to take the draft picks, you know, Caleb Williams, no guarantee on that. All the baloney about who might be other better number than one than him. That's all talking, like you said. But listen, I just wanted to get that in about it. I still think they should draft uh, him away, draft the number one pick away, draft that number two pick away when they get it from Washington. Like, go to Atlanta like uh, we were talking about. Get all those picks. Still get somebody today. And ride that Justin Fields horse till he has to hit that maximum contract, and then three years from now, when that ha- two years from now, when that happens, well, Fields, they're going to hey. have to decide if they want to pay him right away. They got to decide if they want to pay him this year. No, he, he has to play this year, and then they have to decide. Yeah, they'll decide at some point this year. Yeah, to pay, and that's what will happen. You, you know, if they get I, again, I'm saying trade that number one pick, and we talked about this before. Get him offensive talent, especially offensive linemen that can keep every quarterback standing. And then, you know, see what happens. If you can't, you know, at least you got the picks, you got that team solid, and otherwise you're gambling on another young quarterback that could be great, could be yeah, not think, great. Yeah, John, thanks, go, for the, yeah thanks for the call. I think we got we, the Bears have the number one pick. They also have the number nine pick. So if they're trading down, okay, you get more picks. But if they stay at number one and take, let's say, Caleb Williams – at number nine, is Malik Neighbors going to be there? Is Roma Dunze going to be there? You can get a receiver there. You get an offensive line. They got a number. They got another pick right there. They they got their pick. I think Justin Fields has better days in front of him. I do. I think that Justin Fields could go to another one of these teams and get them into the playoffs. I I do. I think that that can happen. I think that if the Bears keep him and do add some weapons around him. The Bears can get into the playoffs. I think that that can happen. I think long-term, if you're looking at the long-term portion of it, short-term, they might be better off right away with Justin Fields for one more year and more weapons. But long-term, Caleb Williams has more upside still just on the fact that we don't we don't know. It's like when you're wow, – what's a good analogy for this? You know, you just, you don't know, you don't know what's in this container. There could be, uh, I, I'm not even going to, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. What I'm just trying to say is there's untapped potential in Caleb Williams. He could be anything. Justin Fields, I think we have a good idea of what he is. He's a talented quarterback whose better games come when he's able to run for a bunch of yards. I do think he's got a, a talent, a lot of talent as a passer. You know, I don't know a lot of games where he's come back and won the game. I don't know a lot of like, 
Justin Fields heroic moments. The best that I've ever heard, the most impassioned that I've ever heard Chicago Bears fans talk about Fields. Because sometimes you have these games, uh, and as a Packer fan, I, I remember them. When Aaron Rodgers came in for Brett Favre on a Thursday night against the Dallas Cowboys and looked really good, I was pumped up after a loss because we I knew we had our next guy. And there was a game last year against the Dolphins where Fields looked amazing. And Bears fans thought, yes, this is it. We've got him. This is going to work out. This is our guy. That wasn't a game they lost. They lost that game. Now, Aaron Rodgers has had many big wins in his career since then. But Justin Fields, what's his biggest win? What's his biggest moment? I Off the top of my head, honestly, I can't think of one. I'm, I'm, I'm asking a question, not rhetorical. I can't think of one. And he had a chance week 18 against Green Bay, knocked him out of the playoffs. Cement kind of that you're the man in Chicago. He didn't look that good in that game. So the Bears want a guy who can elevate them and try to win. And I and I and feels I still think can go somewhere else, play well. I think we've got a little more untapped potential on him, but I think the ceiling's higher for Caleb right now. A Vlad is in Illinois. What's up, Vlad? Hey, Bart. Happy happy late Winkler Wednesday, man. How you doing? Oh, I didn't get to do Winkler Wednesday today. Ah, oh, dang it. Uh, you mean yesterday? You mean yesterday? Yes, yesterday for half of the country. I was going to go on Zach Gelb's program today, and as soon as I was about to jump on, I got an email from daycare. Uh, it was a cold day here today. The heat went out. Come pick up your kid immediately. So I had to go do that. Uh, that's all right, man. Hey, um, Vlad Uso is now on your phone lines, man. Let me talk to you real quick. Uh-oh. <laughs> You know, I I totally agree, man. You know, I think it's time to move on from uh from Fields, man. I, I you know, I saw good athletic plays from him and everything, but it's just time to it's time to move on, man. I was it's funny you brought that Dolphins game because I was in I was actually at that game, and I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, we probably got our guy. And then he let me down a year later, and I'm just like, you know what? It could be worse. You know, it could be really worse. At least you know. We're not back in the Trubisky days again, you know. Even though yeah. Trubisky had better numbers than he did, but you know, I just don't know where to go, Bart. Uh, but hey, all I can say is go Bears. Let's get Williams and uh, Vladuso out. By the way, yeet, yeet, <laughs> yeet, yeah, yeah. I'm doing the thing with my hands right now, Vlad. I'm doing that. Oh, uh, there we go, there we go, there we go. All right, see you later, man. All right, that's Vlad. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Dave's in New Hampshire. What's up with you, Dave? Uh, Bud, how are you? Um, listen, uh, can I call you a wink? It's a great nickname. I uh, love wink. Sure, yeah. I, I, well, I have not always like liked it. it. I I had friends that called me winks. Uh, well. Yeah, wink, no. I, I don't know. Wink, I'm not I didn't, doing that. Yeah, I didn't I mean I the really best like by it when I say wink. I love it. Anyway, listen, I, I don't want to keep you, but... Uh, I love that caller from uh, South Carolina. He said, uh, saying about how uh, a, good def- a good offensive line is, uh, is that's needed, you know. And uh, it made me think, you know, 
What good is it? Any, the more time you can give the quarterback to think when he's back there and to throw the ball, the the better uh, you know percentage wise he's gonna he's gonna do. I I, I don't know why uh, that isn't a more of a thing because now the big the big uh, phrase is weapons. You need more weapons. What uh, what good is a weapon if you can't get the ball? If you don't have time to throw it to him, you know. I like that that call. That was a good idea. Yeah, the trenches are very important, uh, Dave. Yeah, they got to be. I mean, uh, he he made me think. I was like, it was like a, uh, he opened my eyes. Uh, that sounded great. Uh, anyway, what do, are you open to uh, changing the, some of the rules in baseball? What I mean is uh, ways that maybe the defense can score. <laughs> well, okay, uh, I'll listen. Well, I mean, I don't know. My only my thought was uh, I, I'm not a big baseball fan, but I have been in the past. I go, uh, I'm kind of a, maybe a fair weather fan. I don't know, but you know, it gets kind of boring. If I was playing the outfield, you know, and uh, you know, the game you're just so far behind. Let's say the ninth inning, you're so far behind. You know, it seems kind of useless, whatever. But if you give me out, in the, if I'm in the outfield, you give me an opportunity to score some points. When I'm behind, I think that changes things up. I don't know how that can work, but you know, maybe if you zone the outfield uh, two or uh, two or three zones in distance, oh and uh, if I catch you, if I if I catch your ball, whether it's a ground ball or a fly, and I can whip it back home into the uh, you know somewhere and uh, hit a buzzer, hit something the size of a trash can, I have no idea and get that ball in there, maybe I score a point, too. Just in the ninth inning. I I love the workshop nature of it. I love ideas. I love uh, exercising your brain. Uh, I don't see any way that works. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. When you were telling the – I forget who you were talking about. When you were trying to say, yeah, that's not going to happen, you were saying. Not going to happen. And all I could hear you. Saying was saying that to me when Not I told happening. you about this. Mm-hmm. Not happening. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but yeah, it was a great show. Uh, uh, and uh, and that call from South Carolina, he doesn't know it, but uh, uh, he 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 said uh, that should be a bumper sticker about the uh, having the offensive line. Uh, and uh, oh, well, you know what another bumper sticker is? Oh, you said it. Uh, oh, what the hell is it? Oh, I forget what you said. It should be a bumper sticker. Anyway. I'll go. See you later. Do people do bumpers? I mean, do people do bumper stickers as much as they used to? I don't think so, but I'm a bumper sticker guy. I, I don't even have any in my car, but I like the idea. Huh. I like yeah. I like the uh, oh, it was about uh, oh, if you see today, oh, if you what? see something, don't say something. Yeah, if you see yeah, something, don't say something. <laughs> that's a bumper sticker. I'm telling you, no, know, when it comes to the. When it, comes to, when it comes to draft Twitter, we're talking about NBA or NFL draft Twitter, nothing else. Typically, if you see something, yes, say something. But oh, when it comes course. to yeah, online discussion about, about trades, if you see something, don't say something. Exactly. I get mm-hmm. you. Anyway, that's yeah. a bumper sticker. Okay, All wink. Right. Ah, yeah. See ya. Thanks, Dave. Okay, bye. The question about baseball, should they – Make a way for the defense to score. I, 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 no. But it, baseball is different because it is the one sport where 
being on defense is completely different than being on offense. On basketball, hockey, soccer, obviously you can just get the ball or puck back. Football is different, but still, you know, you both have a right to catch the ball. You can take the ball away. You're just one team has it and is driving. I mean, almost like almost like basketball, I guess. I mean, it's not that different, a little different. But baseball, I mean, the offense is a bat and everybody else has gloves. And it's like one against nine. I mean, if you look at it that way, baseball, I like that baseball's different. All of our sports is what's another what's another like competitive team sport besides like skating and you know all, most of our sports are you play on a rectangle and the teams just go from one side of the field to the other. Baseball, you need a completely different stadium. It's a completely different game. I wish they would embrace that. I don't want clocks in baseball. I don't care if the game goes five hours. I I don't I don't baseball baseball's so unique. Baseball is different. We don't need baseball to conform to I don't sound like drunk uncle, but like TikTok and all that stuff. We just a baseball game in the summer is like putting on a good movie. It's just comforting. It's there every day for you. Then the playoffs, it you know, ramps up and you feel the excitement of that. But baseball's so different and it feels like we're trying to make it like these other sports. I don't I don't want to do that. So respectfully I will decline uh entertaining the idea. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. More from you guys, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, I'm Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco coming up with an update. I will steal a little bit of the update and take a look at the NBA scoreboard tonight. The Pacers beat the Pelicans in an interesting matchup. Both of these teams kind of like, where are they in the standings? Six, five, seven. Are they going to be a threat in the playoffs? Matched up against each other. Pacers won. Uh, Mavericks beat the Raptors. Luka, 30, 11, and 16. Incredible once again. The Timberwolves beat the Grizzlies. The Bulls take the Cavaliers to double overtime and win? Wow. The Nuggets beat the Kings. Uh, what did Jokic do in this game? Did he do anything crazy? I don't think Triple he did. Triple double, I know that. Well, that's standard for him. Right. Uh, 14, 14, and 11. And then the Lakers beat the Clippers tonight. Oh, oh, I meant to uh I meant to I meant to give you condolences, Shep. The um the New York Knicks did not win their appeal from the other week. I mean I mean when is the last time an NBA team won an appeal in the regular season? I know, but the, you, you Knicks fans really thought it was coming no, this time. No, we, we no. I mean maybe uh yeah. fans who've had their head in the clouds for years. I mean you, if you follow the NBA, you know you never win these. It doesn't matter even in a pool report if a ref clearly states that he's wrong, it, it's not going to negate the uh, end result unfortunately. But if you thought you got screwed a couple weeks ago in that game uh from the ball don't lie theory, the Knicks did kind of screw the Pistons yes over. yes yes that was an off that was absolutely a loose ball foul on Dante DiVincenzo and uh yeah. Monty Williams had every right to be upset so uh you know ball don't lie uh, it all comes around even Steven the whole 
principal there. Beck is in Florida. What's up, Beck? Phone good. I'm so I'm so nervous with the with the, my original and of course uh, tonight with a couple things earlier. Um, can't make this up. Um, I just was talking Tyson Holyfield and uh, Riddick Bo before um, I even tuned into your show. Right at that point of oh yeah, uh, so it always somebody... comes up somehow. Yep. <laughs> and and again, I'm still kicking the can on that from when it was originally brought up on the Jr. show. <laughs> what eight months ago? A year ago? I still haven't given my two cents two yet on half, it. So... Two and a half years ago. And two and a half still years lives ago. On. Chef okay, said you well, beat I'm going to keep. Tyson. I'm going to keep kicking the can. Uh, again, I'm going to eventually bring my thoughts out on that, but uh, this ain't the time. Um, but hopefully end on something about you just mentioned on the, something about you and the guest show of something in the past of other things kicked down the road. But the L.A. game tonight, um, keep it with the NBA. Um, is Jay-Z part owner of CBS or Odyssey? I mean, at least you guys keep playing the bangers, but it seems it's not just your show or anybody else. I mean, it seems everything is Jay-Z, Jay-Z, Jay-Z. We know he's part of some uh, club, exclusive clubs, but I didn't know, you know. Um, was that, um, at a, least was that get... a, was, are you saying, was that for the Illuminati? Uh, I, no, I don't, I don't know what I just said. I'm just saying, oh, you know. That's actually pretty impressive, Beck, that you picked up on that. Yeah, I play a lot of Jay-Z. You know why? No, but just not you. This is like the J, like even the other shows. Like no, but all because over the- okay, so here, so so because a lot of us play it from the Gottlieb music folder, even though he hasn't worked here in like ten years, we play the music out of the Gottlieb folder. And Doug Gottlieb used to love Jay Z, so there's a lot of Jay Z in that folder, and he's also Jay Z, so it makes all the sense in the world. Wait, why so we- I'm playing old Gottlieb music? Yeah. I don't like that. What do you think you were? What? Well, you think I have music for Bart Winkler? What, what do you think I've been playing all the time? I, I, I think we're gonna make a. I think we're, I'll, I'll give you music. That's fine. That's fine. Like Jr. has his Jr. has his own music, but most. I'm not saying all hosts. There's a lot of hosts that use that same folder, and it's the Gottlieb folder for music for CBS Sports Radio. It's now is this a, is this a decision that I have to? We have to go a level up because no. And what we're talking about is the music coming back oh. from commercials because. Uh, I tried to do this once, and then I spent days coming up with my music, and then the guy's like, "No, actually, I want a different angle." And so, I, like, but what does it matter? But I, I don't want to be using. Look, I don't want to be using Doug Gottlieb's music as long as it's well. No one knows it's Doug Gottlieb's music. Well, now I do, and now well, everyone. Does. Well, now you do, but 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 the truth, as long as it's an instrumental or it's lyrics that are clean. And I played for less than thirty seconds in terms of the lyrics going out on the air. We can play whatever the hell we want. All right, well, I'm going to come up with how many songs do we need in rotation? 100? Man, that's too many, man. That's too much work for you. I, I, I would say at, mo- at, mo- at most 50. At most. And then I'll just okay. play the other 50 from the Doug Gottlieb folder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave you the Bartman one. We heard the Bartman that's one. That's right. You, you gave me that the other day. Well, and we'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll work that in every week, I promise. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to make new bumper music then. If I have the green light to do that, this is all on me. I will produce all of this and give it to you. Listen, listen, I'm happy. Listen, I'm happy to come up with instrumental music. I've just been playing godly music from day one, and you haven't said anything. So I assume that's fine. Well, I thought I thought it was universal to the network. I didn't know it was Doug Gottlieb chose this music. I don't want it. I see what you're saying. I get it. I, well, here's the thing. 
I don't know if Gottlieb chose the music. I don't I know think, that. I mean, in my head, no, he no, did. No, I, no, no. In my head, he did, and I'm not going to be fair enough. I don't want my show to have Doug Gottlieb's fingerprints. No, on but it. listen, I don't like Doug Gottlieb either. But here's, but here's what I, I will say. I didn't say that. I just said well, I, don't I said, want well, I said that about me. I do not like Doug Gottlieb. But let me say this also. Did you work with him? No. Oh. I, let me tell you something. I'm being professional. I'm leaving it at that. But. Beck, look what you did. But, Beck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this is awesome. This, but, this is awesome. But, but, this, but, can, but. Can, am I allowed to eventually chime in? With what yeah, I guess? I mean, that's, you're like, still here. I can, I'm not leaving you. But, okay, still here. but, but awesome. in, in fairness, it's in the godly folder. It doesn't mean that it's godly music because over time, all the music goes into that folder. It started as Doug Gottlieb's mm. music, and now it's become an because he hasn't been there for eight years. So it's become an array of every other music from every other show, and that's the generic folder we use for music. And I and I've I've used other show folders too because I haven't just used Gottlieb. But when you hear hip hop, a lot of that stems from Doug Gottlieb's folder. It's more like Adam Clue. So then Jr. has music that only plays on his show. I mean, I've I've played Jr. songs on our show. I mean, okay. I played. I, I've taken from every. I mean, it's it, it, we're a. Ra- I mean, we're a radio company. We're all team. Like we're playing. We're, well, all- we're making a. We're making a Bart folder. That sounds good. I, I I'll do it. I didn't. I didn't know who you. Who do you like? Aerosmith, like John Bon Jovi. Who do you like? Aerosmith. It's a good band. I did have their greatest hits. It's a great. Up. Big yeah, it's, ones. A, it's a great band. I mean, El- Elton John, uh, Sting. Uh, I I like a lot of. Uh, uh, yeah, I like alternative rock. I like like '80s music for bumpers. Zeppelin, Zeppelin bumpers. So, I'm big I, so on. Here, here's what I, here's what I can do. Here's here's what I'm gonna do. Beck, you can you can be a, a witness to this as well. Can I'm I at gonna, least I'm be like? Find... Can I give like two songs out of me out of your choosing fifty? Can I at least like because I brought this up? Can I? Hey, or it, I didn't it, bring it up. It's up to Bart. Kid. You have my. I trust your judgment, Beck. But it's up to Bart. You want some okay. songs? No, no, I'm just saying, if you guys are going to do this, and you said 50, and he's going to play the same 50 from the catalog, can I at least give, like, two opinions or three opinions? Not even just, you know, I mean, if I'm part of this, I mean, not part of it, but. Um, No. Okay. Okay, that's cool. (laughs) That was harsh. All right, well, Shep and I will table that. Uh, we love you, Beck. Bart, I, here's what I'm going to do. Here's Beck and you as my witness, Bart. Here's what I'm going to do. What? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to come up with instrumentals. They're not going to be from the Doug Gottlieb folder. I'm going to come up with instrumentals. If you hear it and you don't like it, you can literally say that on the air. We will never play that again. But but I I I feel like you already have a lot on your plate, and I appreciate you always doing your part, Bart, with everything. Let me let me come up with it and just make your life a little easier. And if you don't like if you don't like my choice of music that I have in the Bart Winkler folder moving forward, we don't have to play those songs, and you can come up with your own fifty. Sound good? Yeah, I told you I'd do it though. Yeah, I know, but you, I, I, I want to do my part too. All right, all right, well, there'll be a work in progress. There you go. Thanks, Ben. I mean, he is starting with the weekend. I mean, as part of his songs. Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right, Beck. What did you go ahead? Uh, I I know your your hate with the Heat. um, When I first tuned into your show, being a finding out your Milwaukee background, and I eventually was going to bring this up when we eventually, hopefully, became somewhat known. And um, about the bubble talk and everything, obviously we beat you, and it seems you, you have a lot of animosity uh, with that, and or with Jimmy Butler too, that scored forty points here, there. We beat you, whatever else. I with like Jimmy Butler. Night- he's uh, he's in a music video today. 
Oh, well, what another coincidence. That's not a, a coincidence, but uh, you're talking about some kind of maybe redheaded rumors last night, but the last we I knew or anything. We never said redheaded. You I never that to the table. Well, again, if you Google what my knowledge was, his thing in the bubble was he didn't leave his room because he had his own, he started his own coffee shop. And then other people got kicked out of the bubble. Speaking of my other town, Houston, somebody had extracurricular room activities and actually got caught and kicked out. So, again, the rumor, I, I didn't even know about what you said until last night. And I Googled, everything came up as in the coffee shop. He didn't want anybody, family, friends in the bubble because okay. it was all work and basketball. And we obviously lost to the stupid team uh, tonight that beat the Clippers, which now the highlights are on ESPN now. So, yes, thank you for everything. We'll kick down the road, Justin Fields or, or Raiders talk or all this other NFL stuff and that whatever else the next time. I'm sorry that we, uh, but it was awesome. This was awesome. And yes, I am the witness. Yeah, you're you're an important, you're going to be an important footnote in show history. However long this lasts. Good job. You guys have a blessed one. Thank you. All right, back. In school. <laughs> Have you always had an interest in coffee tables? Because really, I, I love coffee tables. Oh. And, I, and I thought I was the only one. It's a coffee table book about coffee tables. What a, what a show. And I, I skipped a reference earlier when I was saying even Steven. Right. There was the episode where Jerry lost a 20 and found a 20 and it always comes. <laughs> hey, Skip that one. Hey Bart, you know what? It, it is it is a show. It is a great show. And by the way, so is Seinfeld. Yeah. Do you like what I, I did I there? I, yeah. I, I wouldn't compare the two in any way. I Do you like the later seasons? A lot of people don't like them because Larry David left. Ooh. Um, the thing that hurts Seinfeld, and it, and and this is consistent across the board, is that nobody likes the finale. And that's what really brings down the later seasons. But I think the later seasons are great. That Merv Griffith episode was where hilarious. Kramer had, oh my god, that's one of the best. Absolutely. Well, well, the 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 alternate you know universe that was great. Yep. That yep. was great. Um, muffin tops. That was great. Yep. Top of the muffin to you. I referenced yeah. that. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Peterman was. I think Peterman's one of the great characters in television sitcom history. I mm-hmm. think he is so good. Hmm. You know, you talk about some talent, man. Kristen Davis, uh, Brian Cranston. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, you know. Terry Hatcher, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. That's right. Courtney Cox played Jerry Seinfeld's wife in that in that show, even though they weren't actually married on the show. Yeah, it's um, Deborah Messing is another one. Mm-hmm. God, it's got, uh, Mickey. You know, this was, Mickey? The, you know, yeah. I, I forget his last name. If you know exactly what I'm talking about. You had gonorrhea, yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, Jerry Stiller is an all-time great. It was so, you know, you want to talk about the most overrated uh, people in entertainment? Jerry Seinfeld. He hit this chord exactly when he was supposed to, and everyone else was so damn talented that all he had to be was a straight man for this show to take off, and it did, and he was the straight man. So you're saying that this guy wasn't that talented, but he surrounded himself with great people. Correct. And now people think he's better than he really was? Correct. I think he's the Derek Jeter of television sitcom shows. You think he's the Brock Purdy of television no, I didn't, sitcom I shows? Didn't, I didn't say that, no, because I think Brock Purdy elevated the 49ers when he got there. What, what I'm saying is, no, and by the way, in all seriousness, like Jerry Seinfeld obviously is a talented individual. You don't get there if you're not. But his success 
absolutely is disproportionate to his talent level. If you put Kelsey Grammer there, if you put Paul Reiser there, if you put David Schwimmer there, if you put Ted Dan, and even though Cheers was very successful in its own right, if you put any of those guys there, the show would have had the same exact success, if not more. Like you, like I Love Lucy would not have been what it was without Lucille Ball. She, you know what I mean? She was Jerry Seinfeld was not the show. I am going to. Um, we have one more segment left, and. We got an update here, so I'm just going to send to the update. I heard everything you said. There's so much that you just said that I absolutely disagree with and okay. despise that you said, but I'm just going to not talk about it. I disagree with so much of what well, you said. Well, to talk about it, so you don't have to talk about it. Exactly. I, I, wanna, I think people want to hear that. I don't want to do it. I don't want, okay. to, I don't want to dissect how you think David Schwimmer could have been Jerry Seinfeld. You're right, because he wasn't funny at all as Ross Geller. Okay. <laughs> every, 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 everything you say is like a dig at someone. That's Are, a compliment to David Schwimmer. You're more negative than Rick in Toronto. No, no, I'm not. I'm just a pragmatic person. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just on. I'm very well, honest. Jokes on you, because I don't even know what pragmatic means. Yes, you do. I actually don't. What does it mean? It means like practice. Pra- you know, Bart you, know, Bart. you know what it means. We all know how smart you are. Come on. No, it, I, I was just confused a little bit. Pragmatic re- means pra- practical reason. Hey, listen, we're an hour later. Okay, than you I was are. right. No, I was right. I was yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio. What you thought was your daddy was nothing but a... Why he was ever... Oh, there it is. It took me two months before I started singing. It just came so natural. Thank you. Pearl Jam. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Got a few people that want to chime in before Amy Lawrence. Or maybe you're waiting for Amy. I don't know, but I'm going to take you. John's in Toronto. Hello, John. Oh, good evening, Bart. Uh, got a question for you. Whatever happened to Drew Bledsoe? Whatever happened to Drew Bledsoe? That's on your mind today? Yeah, like we were talking about these quarterbacks uh, coming right out of college, these kids who like storming the floor and giving them uh, authority to, you know, run the offense. When you got some guy who's got two or three seasons, learned the system, and is doing great, all the teammates like him, and then you want to get rid of the guy after he spent two years learning the system, you know, and that everybody thinks he's good on his team. Uh, with Bledsoe, uh, I am wondering what the hell happened to him. I never saw him once he left... Uh, you know, New England, and they had Brady sitting there, I don't know how many years, and he turned out well, and you mentioned about uh, Aaron Rodgers sat there a year or two, and uh, he turned out well, you know, uh, know, he had Farb there, so these guys sitting for at least a year are learning about uh, the game and usually turn out to be uh, extremely well Played uh, playing uh, quarterback once they well, had go through I their. Uh, his, um, 
I just saw they did a feature on him not too long ago. He is back in his hometown, uh, some city in Washington, and he's like started his own winery. So he's big into selling, making, distributing wine. That's what he's up to. Oh, well, that, that's good. And baseball, Montreal Expos, do you remember them? I, I do, I do. Yeah, what happened to them? Why did they have to move? There's uh, Netflix is going to ha- have a movie on it uh, this week or next, what the real story is. And I saw a documentary with all the players, Andre Dawson, Tim Raines, you know, Bill Stoneman, the uh, cannabis uh, junkie there. And uh, they all said they were no doubt going to win a World Series, but they shut down baseball that year, so they never got to. <laughs> yeah, that was that's really one of the, John, thanks for the call, the, you know, big what-ifs, because that strike really derailed that season. Uh, and then they traded a bunch of dudes, eventually, as you know, moved um, to Washington. Yeah, the the documentary will do. I'm excited to see that. that. That'll do a better job of answering that question than I can. But that, yeah, I do remember the Expos. Uh, they had one of the coolest uh, uniforms and logos, and they had a really good team. And I think there's always that. Oh, could could baseball come back to Montreal? And then it seems like eh, it seems like you would think it's natural, but also it hasn't happened yet. Kind of the same thing with Seattle. Get back to the end. Get them. Get back there. NBA. Drew Bledsoe. Interesting thing with him. Or at least what I always see is they always ask him about Tom Brady and do you wish it went differently? And, of course, he does. But they ask him, like, how do you deal with it? And he goes, I was mad for a while, and I'm over it. But to me, it's always like, I'm over it. No, really, I am over it. Please, please believe I'm – I think that burns. I think think that burns. Mike's in Florida. Hey, Mike. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, I, I just think your banter. Can you hear me? I can, yeah. Okay, thank you. I, I tried to call last night, and uh, I was not the mic that called earlier, so I just want to – I had a problem with my connection last night, so I just want to make sure you can hear me clearly. Um, I hear you. I mean, it's not – this is not – it's not the best, but I can hear you good enough. The banter last night was about Boston sports, but what I wanted to get to, the crux was the fact that um, the, the Patriots, as far as that goes, I don't think they're spending the money that they need to as far as that goes. That's one thing, and I also yeah they were ranked very low on that NFL player survey, very low. Yeah, so is that the concept of Robert Kraft, or is that the concept of Bill Belichick? We're going to find out real fast, right? I think that. Um, let me see. Uh, I have to go look up that survey again, but I don't think Robert Kraft got very high they grades. Twenty-eight had a, a D, uh, F, F plus or D minus or something like that. So. Yeah, it wasn't good. And a lot of, like, the facilities were bad, all that stuff. Well, Kraft has put $250 million in the reconstructing the entire place. But for the all fans, right, so Patriots, pick- owner, the players gave Robert Kraft a D-plus. They gave Bill Belichick a C-plus. Okay. The biggest so, other the day, mark against them was the weight room. Weight room. Is there but, a concept as far as the Red Sox go, as far as that goes, because they won't sign – anybody as far as that goes and you got john henry that owns the red sox and liverpool and or manchester whichever it is i'm not sure which which one he owns but they also own the Pittsburgh penguins on top of that so fenway group and a racing team on top of that and they won't sit there and find a pitcher 
that's sitting there. And I, I understand the fact that, you know, we're talking about money as far as, like, baseball goes, is a 30 to 25. If I'm not mistaken, they're still paying Manor Ramirez this year for $25 million a year. They're still on, that's still on, the, on that payroll this year. Mike, you do, you gotta you gotta listen back. Go find the podcast and listen back. There's something weird with your phone. It, there is. Okay, Chef, doesn't it sound like he's on a remote, but like bad? It, it, yeah, it doesn't sound great. Yeah, it's not good. My apologies. No, don't. Out. I mean, just you know, I'm I'm surprised the phone sounds like this in 2024. I'm, I'm sorry about that. As far as that goes, yeah. Can you no, right. now? I don't I don't hold it personally against you. I apologize. I wasn't like to call today, but I was like to call yesterday. So I just tried yeah. to re- reaffirm what I was talking about as far as I, I, I would just, Mike, I would just get off at this point. I mean, <laughs> all, right, all right, Mike. Thanks for the call. That's okay, Mike. It sounds like he's. It sounds like he's uh, on a remote, like a radio remote, and he's got a sock in his mouth. So I would figure out what's up hey. with the phone. Hey, Ross, yeah. I got a minute for you. Okay. Cool. Hey, I was just gonna say that that uh, that survey, the the Jets really did poorly too on that survey, and I was gonna say that uh, I got Chef's back on that one because the Chief, if they have a twenty-year-old facility, you got some college facilities that are even better than that. The Jets might be the most, they might be the most garbage organization in all of sports. Is that fair Pretty to say? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was gonna say that, but I was uh, out here too. At uh, I was gonna say that uh, um. Uh, Tennessee didn't survive Auburn. They just came down to three throws at the end of the game, and they uh, they played pretty good. So they're going to have a tough test against Alabama on Saturday night. But uh, I'm looking hopeful for them. I'm a huge uh, Tennessee fan, obviously, from being from the state. Oh, man. Uh, if you didn't call – if you called any earlier, I was ready to give you a full breakdown on all their chances. Yeah, and that's okay. That's all right. right. Thanks for taking my call, show. though. So, yeah, thanks for calling, Ross. I mean, I could have really – Dug into Tennessee basketball, but it's just the end of the show. So won't be able to do that uh, tonight. I'll tell you what. I'll do that tomorrow's the 29th, or we're on the 29th. I'll do that on the 30th of this month. We'll talk uh, old joke, dad, dad joke. There's no February 30th. I'm never going to talk about it. But that's what that's, that's, I'm a dad. I'm a dad. I'm a dad. Thanks to Marco Belletti. Thanks to David Shepard. Thanks to all of you. Thanks to Bernie Williams. We had a guest tonight. Amy Lawrence up next. Have a great night. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.